So Malta, thank you very much for, for joining me on this episode. Uh, first and foremost, aware that not everybody might be familiar with your focus. So could you tell a little bit more about what the product does? Um, what your what your um what kind of category of people are you supporting with with the product and how your team is doing? Great. First of all, thanks for the for the invite. It's uh, it's great to chat. Um, yeah, I'm uh, Malte, one of the co-founders. I'm also the CEO and CPO of Airfocus. Um, we are a product management platform that is um, specifically targeted at as what we call complex product organizations. So product teams or companies with a lot of teams and, and a lot of products. So where you have like a lot of um, complexity and uh, alignment issues. And Airfocus is a hyper-flexible yeah, product management platform that is able to adjust to this complexity. That's kind of the, the short pitch. And we provide uh, functionality and cap capabilities around road mapping, prioritization, OKRs, uh, generating uh, insights out of um, customer feedback, which is a very important topic, uh, public road mapping, and like, yeah, just breaking up, breaking up these, these silos and um, aligning teams in order to build the right products faster. And I know that a lot of teams do struggle with communication. I'm sure that Focus is supporting with exactly that. Um, phenomenal. So I know that one of the topics that uh, you wanted to talk about and you feel super passionate about is the creation of the empowered and yet guided teams. So in your words, um, what would be your secret sauce of how do we create the empowered um, yet self-guided uh, product teams? Great. If you allow me, I would step back uh, a little bit. So in, I think the, the upper line question is like, how do you build uh, the right products uh, fast? Yeah. Um, and um, the way to get there is through a really good product strategy, usually expressed with like very clear OKRs and roadmaps. Um, then you need to be customer centric. Uh, if you don't know what the customer struggles with or needs, uh, you cannot build the right product. And then the third component are uh, indeed these empowered teams uh, that you uh, refer to. Yeah, so the, these three components are good strategy, uh, customer centricity, and empowered teams need to come together in the right unique uh, combination. Um, and then with regards to empowered teams, I think you want to have two, in a way, conflicting things at the same time. You want to have um, autonomous teams that can uh, make fast decisions that can, uh, yeah, have their own workflows that um, are free to to work the way they work. Uh, but of course, on the other hand, you you also need to align all these autonomous teams with each other. Yeah, so it's a two two conflicting thoughts, and um, I think both is possible at the same time if if you have like strong guardrails um, coming through customer centricity and strong roadmaps, strong OKRs, good product strategy, right? Like that, that's why this upper line framework, if that makes sense. Um, yeah, and then specifically uh, to to answer the question around empower teams, um, I can primarily speak from, from my experience as a CPO. We have also limited complexity, right? We, we have 50 employee company. We have um, two product teams, or you could also say like one larger product team. Um, and then before I worked uh, as the product manager in a company with like 10 product teams, but that's pretty much uh, it. Uh, I'm, I'm not the guy that has worked in the corporate uh, managed uh, a super large software product portfolio. Uh, but I hear a lot of 
um, these stories from our customers as well. So I think I have some credibility to to talk about um, Empower Teams, and I, I obviously read all the books around this uh, from Kagan, etc. Um, yeah. So my um, experience or the thing that I would like to share is that um, I I think an Empower Team um, is is like three different personas and, and only these um this is what has worked for me that's what i what i hear works for other companies as well it's it's really just uh product managers uh, engineers and designers and designers also sometimes uh, they are product managers that can do a lot of the design work and then if you can kind of not have this third uh, stakeholder it, it simplifies things comes at a cost but simplifies things and then the the secret sauce to an empowered team and um like making fast good decisions is to to bring in all these stakeholders very early on in the process not at the very beginning um when it's about like analyzing understanding the the market knowing every detail about the competitors etc but when you have like a a good understanding of a of a problem and you come with like some strong problem statements uh and like some basic research around the, the larger problem, then it's the time to bring in these other people um, so they can can help you uh, figure out what to do, yeah? And, uh, and, and, and why I'm saying this is because this doesn't happen a lot. Very often it's um, some people uh, in, in, in some constellations, even like multiple people. So one person does the research, then hands over the research to a PM who then like hands over some concept to a designer who then, you, you, you get it, right? Like at, at the end, the person has no context around um, why why this feature request lands on your on your desk, and then you're just building something, and then in all this um, kind of process, uh, you, you get lost in translation, and uh, and bad decisions are being made. Yeah, and and that, that's not what you want. So um, this is kind of be besides a lot of other things around communications and so on, like the the the, the most important thing that I would like to share here. Brilliant. So it sounds like a lot of the empowerment um, is actually coming from communication and transparency and knowing what you're doing and how that actually is going to impact the product and the organization as a whole. That's that's what I'm hearing. Is that right? 100%. Uh, and additionally, something that may sound a bit silly, but which is motivation, right? Like people uh, are just much more efficient, uh, make better decisions when they're motivated to to do this. And you're just as a designer or engineer much more motivated to um, build a feature or build the right feature uh, when you know the, the the problem that you're eventually solving for for a user or, or the business and uh, that's why that's another aspect why you want to bring in people early um, to, 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 to just motivate uh, the the group to to solve a big problem definitely definitely and I think it's it's um it's a simple yet oftentimes overlooked concept right um yes. linkage between the the end result and the end impact that you're creating for for your users, right? And the 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 smaller things, smaller tasks that need to happen, right? Almost like a foundational bricks in order for us, for all of us in a product team to get there. Um, this is oftentimes lost in translation or communication challenges, and um, it sounds like Air Focus is is helping with exactly that. Um. Since you've opened up a little bit um, about the the challenges that your clients are are also your users are um, experiencing, what specifically you're helping them with, do you feel that there are particular similarities between the um, customers that you're attracting 
Could it be, you know, your most of your customers, for instance, are coming from particular industries and they might be, you know, struggling with specifically communication or transparency um, issues in the organization. And that's why they're they're bringing in air focus or, or there could be something else. That's, of course, is just one of the examples. Yeah. Uh, not 100 percent sure if I understood the question, but um, what we what we see is um, industry doesn't matter that much, right? A software product team is a software product team, regardless of whether you work in banking or agriculture. Um, you're building software, and that's why there are usually more uh, commonalities than differences. Um, but yeah, like a, a company like Airfocus with uh, one large product team um, has very very different product uh, problems than a than a Fortune 500 companies uh, with with hundreds of product teams. Um, so yeah, the the biggest problems that we see in these larger um, organizations is clearly alignment and silo issues when you when you manage and build and maintain a large software product portfolio, and yeah, you're you're dependent on on the work of of other teams around the globe uh, on on, an, on a different continent, and you have no insight what problems they have, what goals they have, and so on. So it's it's complicated. Um, subject for sure. Um, it's a very different problem set. So you need to have your own processes within your team um, in under control and 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 be empowered here. But you also then like just need to break up these these alignment barriers. That's another great point that you are bringing. That the communication and silos are only amplified if we're working in a distributed environment, uh, right? So yeah. that more and more companies um even smaller ones that hopefully will become your clients you know down the line as well once they grow into complex products yeah. um their problems they, they will need to probably address them in the right time as well um brilliant any final remarks anything that you wanted to to add to to our main question today no just um the, the the thing that I always like to to end with and uh, that I love to highlight is is, is just um, if you are running a product portfolio or you're running a, an empowered product team or you're trying to be empowered, mm-hmm. uh, just make sure to to not forget about these two other dimensions around product strategy, uh, roadmaps, and OKRs, and then the customer centricity. You you need to bring them in, and that's very often a bit neglected in like just agile context, right? When you're just agile is 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 the thing um, that you're concerned about all the time, but um, it, it's a means to an end, right? It, it, it's it, it's not creating business value to just be agile. So and and, and unfortunately, that's a, the hard reality of 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 what why why product managers exist. Definitely, definitely finding the balance between those three and maintaining all yes. uh, proper attention is is uh, certainly the um, the balancing act. Great. Well, thank you so much, Malta, for, for joining me today. And uh, yeah, hopefully we'll, we'll speak again soon.